Welcome back to the Three of a Kind podcast. Hello. Hi. How is everybody doing? Good? Everybody. Yes. All right. Great. Peachy. Peachy, Peachy King. So, um, we appreciate you guys coming back to listen to our third. This is the third? Third episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, just to reintroduce ourselves, I'm Jessica. Shanice. Sierra. And um, I am the cousin of Sierra and Shanice, and they are sisters. We're siblings. So, just so you guys know. So, our take three question um, this week is, what is one quality that you want to improve on in 2021? I'll tell you enunciated that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> 2021. 20, 2021. Yeah. 20, so, I'll um, take the lead on that one. <laughs> I, um, for me, I would say... Probably self-discipline. Oh, girl. Um, because I always will say, oh, I'm going to work out or I'm mm-hmm. going to do this. And I just never do it. So I just want to hold myself accountable with that and just say, if I'm going to do it, just do it. So likewise, likewise. That's good. Was that yours? Mine was discipline, too. I think that so many issues in my life would be remedied if I could just get that under control. <laughs> <laughs> like, spiritually... Physically, mentally, um, like even little things like going to bed on time. I mean, dang, Shawnee, you can really, you can handle it. So (laughs) you can do all things. Yes, right. Mine was a little (laughs) different. I said I wanted to be a more confident decision maker. I I think that when I'm making decisions, I'll make them. And then I'll start questioning them depending on what other people. Does this seem like a, you know, a legitimate, does does that seem like a good decision I'm making like I always need you have bias um, yeah or just need or look for affirmation about it about your decision I like when people tell me yeah that is a good idea and I just want to know that I know that my that I'm a person of value and quality and then I can make decisions and they can be good decisions and I don't need anybody to rubber stamp it (laughs) so I so I want to and not that I don't look for that um (laughs) you know if somebody wants to affirm the decision that's fine but I don't want my decision to rest on other people to be swayed yeah, yeah. view of whether yeah. or not it's a good decision hmm. those all hmm. sound great yeah so I think we can do it let's try to keep <laughs> each other accountable all right accountability <laughs> partners you know? please all right all right so today hey, hey. <laughs> so today we're talking about self-esteem all right, and we'll start with the basics. So your definition of self-esteem, self-image. Let's go. Yeah. So in my own words, self-esteem is the expression or an expression of the relationship that you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's how I would describe mm-hmm. it. How I see myself, how I feel about myself when I look in the mirror, when am I... And not just about, let me be clear on this, not just about physical appearance, but just how I'm feeling about the kind of person I am, who I've come to be. That's good. Because I do a yeah. lot of inside self-hating sometimes, too. So Yeah. Yeah, I think we all do. Um, are you done with your mm-hmm. definition? Okay. Yeah. So for me, um, I said, I need to stop saying that. For me, anyway. You can say that. That's fine. Let's talk about something. I thought that was just fine, but we were so hard on ourselves. Go ahead. Anyway. Um, so the definition for self-esteem for me, I said like having the right attitude or the perspective, or the right perspective, um, about yourself is that inner 
the inner confidence, mm-hmm. um, you know, how you, like how C said, how you feel about yourself, um, but also I think how you show up in the world yeah. in a way, mm-hmm. you know, with your head held high and not um, succumbing to those insecurities that you may have. and Yeah, so inner confidence for me. And I did not make this definition up. It came straight from the internet, but I thought <laughs> it was good. Overall sense of self-worth or personal value. And really, everything that you all were saying, I totally agree with. I think that the way you, obviously, the way that you see yourself, inside or out, um, is going to affect the way you carry yourself or pro- what you project in the world. So it is important. Okay, so now that we have the definitions, we can move into uh, the development of our self-esteem and how it began. So, ladies? So, I feel like it was definitely parents for us. Nisi, you can, you know, comment on this. It was, we definitely have parents who pushed or, you know, always encouraged us us about the surface things and about the deep things, you know. Daddy all the time hey beautiful just little things right. like that but also <laughs> always telling us how important it was to have a good heart right. and things like that so pushing balance. the right things mm-hmm. and there were isolated incidences of teasing and I'm not going to say that those were not painful or weighty in some way that they didn't alter to some extent you know who I was or right. make me doubt myself sometimes but I think there was a good enough balance between the two that the teasing didn't take me down. I didn't. Right. It didn't take me under. Right. Um, yeah. But it doesn't negate the weight of the teasing. There are still things that I'm trying to overcome in adulthood that probably stem from that little girl teasing. Right. Kids are so cruel. Anyway, they are. They are. Um, they really. So really my. Are. Um, they are. It's just come on, get your lives in order. <laughs> um, so my self-esteem um, definitely being at home with my parents for sure. Um, I think that's where all kids' self-esteem should stem from. But sometimes that's not always the case. Right. But yes, I remember my mom would always, especially in school. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, she would always call me her young, her little scholar, and you yes, know she sweet. would. Her and my dad both would, you know, speak words of you know um, affirmation and. Mm-hmm. Just speak speak life into me. And I did deal with teasing as well um, when I was probably in middle, no, elementary school. Um, and, yeah, I think about my bully or teaser, and it's just like, come on. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, so, yes, for me. That's what it was. That's what it was. Nice. And I would, I mean, Sierra already spoke to it, but definitely parents. I think I had good friends. Um, I did well in school, so I had teachers that were affirming me. So even with the teasing, which I think everybody goes through, there was enough of a balance that um, I felt okay with with myself, that I feel like my self-esteem was all right. Um, and I think even looking back, even looking back, I think... Um, we can see that in those bullies that we had, like you were talking about just with the bullies, we can almost see the genesis of where that probably came from. For them. We had good parents who were very encouraging, very affirming. What if they didn't? You know, where were they getting their Mm self-esteem from? Jessica, when you were talking about how 
self-esteem should start at home. It should, and something always starts at home. So if it's not self-esteem, then it's probably something the opposite. Else. You know what I mean? Right, and that's, that's what's going to breed whether you're the bully or the bully. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. yeah. I never thought about that. Mm, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, because I think about that video that came out um, maybe two years ago about the little girl who was like, but I'm so ugly. You right. remember that? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I hurt my heart. And um, and that's why, for me, I try to, because I have a little five-year-old niece, and I call her pretty girl. I'm like, hey, pretty girl. Yeah. And just to instill that, because I don't know what she's getting when she's not with me or my mom or my, you know, my brother. Um, but, yeah. That's so good. And that seems like so small to some that you would just say pretty girl like that's just it's just a word but words hold remember that. so yeah. much weight yeah so, it's yeah and it's important those little things make a difference so you keep yeah. doing that yeah and danny you are cute little something <laughs> <laughs> she and, and i have a thing about dimples and she hates when i poke her in her dimple she's like stop it i don't want them like danny i'm not gonna hurt you oh, i like your dimple can i poke you in your cute. dimple but anyway I digress. And so we talked about development in the early years and I know like teasing and bullying, we kind of touched on. How about comparison? That's, I feel like that's something that can follow you into adulthood. I feel like that was always me. If I'm being mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. that's probably where a lot of my issues stems from. And I, the, like I said, the isolated incidences of bullying right. were one thing, but I almost feel like I was <laughs> I was a big part of the problem too because of that comparison. Right. I think that always makes it worse. There was always something in someone else that I don't want to say I envied, but I admired right. and desired to an extreme extent. And so when I looked at that and was like, Wow, I wish I could be or I wish I could do mm-hmm. better or you know, those things it always kind of made me dump on myself and I can be honest about it now I would have never said it back then that that's what I was doing right Mm -hmm. I'm just you know I'm just giving them a compliment but really I could never I couldn't separate them being great right and and me still having value and I'm trying to put it in the right words it was just I could never value them without in some way looking at myself and devaluing myself that's good yeah that makes sense, and that's what I mean. Comparison—that's what it is. Yeah. And I don't—I don't know if I back then when I was younger, if I compared it. Maybe I did. Maybe if I saw someone who had maybe a pair of Jordans, and but then I was never a fan of Jordan. But anyway, <laughs> like if they had something that I was like, ooh, and well, I don't have that, right. but I don't really know. But I think I do it na- more now, okay. um, for sure, because it does. Comparing is just. In a way, it can be, I don't want to say a trick of the enemy, but it's a way of taking your eyes off of just who you are. Right. You know, in all all of who you are and looking to somebody else, whether it is, whether if they have longer hair or, you know, whatever, it could be so surface. Right. But it still takes your eyes off. Like, okay, well, darn, well, my my hair won't lay down like that or you know it's just it's to me it's it's silly but it is something that i think all That's women real and men with. i'm sure yeah yeah and they don't talk about that a lot but i would right. be interested to see 
if they have similar experiences. And I think yeah. comparison is so rough because things like bullying and teasing, I think you grow out of that. And then at a certain point in your life, you're thinking, if you're an adult teasing or bullying another adult, then we look at you like, oh, you should really, what what's going on inside of you? Right, then it yeah. becomes a them issue. But I think comparison almost grows with you. Right. As a child, it's real surface like, Oh, that girl has long hair, right. and I'd like it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. To when you're an adult, oh, that that person's career—they seem really absolutely um, content in their career, or um, their marriage seems this way. So it almost it ages with you. Mm-hmm. So it's something you always have to check. Um, you're always checking a For comparison. Sure. Yeah, and that's so true. And even what you were saying about it starting off surface as a child because you probably don't have a lot of knowledge about life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but envying those those inside things like, or the deeper things like, they're a much better speaker than I am. Right. They they have a lot of, um, you know, finesse when it comes to communicating with people. I wish I had that. Or like you were saying with, should I be, you know, the marriage looks great and they just seem to be doing life better. It, they seem to be doing life better. Am right. I missing something? Is yeah. there something I could be doing more? And then you're striving to be an image of them right. instead of trying to determine what God has created you to be right. and just totally missing the picture. And I think that as I get older, you learn to filter it out in that mm-hmm. way things can you can see something in someone else and it inspire you right dad is a great speaker yes. i love you know <laughs> those are things that you can work towards and you don't have to throw it away like that's not me you can take the good in other people and if that's truly what you want for yourself let it be a motivator but mm-hmm. don't let it become weighty right like what mm-hmm. you said right um, yeah. or so. you know or allow jealousy or right. envy to set in to where you're just going down a rabbit hole that you don't need to go down yeah and jealousy and envy can be kind of a slippery slope because there you know you'll start off and be like oh that's great how she does that and not even know that you've fallen into the pit of you know what i mean (laughs) and we'll talk about social media and that's a perfect segue well not segue but just that's a perfect way to fall into the pit Okay. Well, let's yeah. let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Social media and just entertainment in general. Like, how do you think? And it could be um, childhood and now. How has that changed your self-image or affected um, it? Well. First, I mean, we didn't have social media back. You know, which back can I just say that I think we're really so, lucky that we did. Yeah. yeah. It was enough to see somebody in a movie, and now it's. That's all you look at. Yeah. It's all consuming. Because what MySpace didn't happen to what we were like in high school. Right. Or maybe even eighth, I don't know. Around I think that I was time. in high school when I got my first MySpace. But um, I think the effect on just self-image, I think in a way social media can distort like or taint your self-image. Because if you are constantly feeding yourself with whatever you see on your timeline, it I think that's when comparison can set in, and it's just it's 
the devil I was like no um, no key though no key because it's just like okay social media you know it I think the intent of it was good in the beginning but I think as the years go on it's just become this um what do I want to say melting pot of just how of of validation from yeah. people that we either don't really know, we kind of know, we kind of, you know, we went to school with them for a time period, and it's like, I think, yeah, I think it's just so, it's so, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it is just a a false reflection of validation, yeah. I'll say. And people are only putting their best Absolutely. Put forward. And that's yeah. the thing. You're not seeing anything, you know, and, and not like there aren't people who are being real on that. But for the most part, no one's going to be posting themselves in a depressive state crying in a corner. And yeah. I think that's why it's such a effective sucker punch because nobody, I don't think that everybody on social media, when they're posting their best pictures, is thinking to themselves, I'm going to make this person believe that this is how my life looks all the time. Nobody's going to post their worst picture. Nobody's going to do that. But the effect that it has on the viewer, I think, is what's different. Because then that's all you're looking at is their best. And it's like your mind cuts off when you're on social media. It's true. And is not telling you, well, clearly that's their best picture, Sierra. That's cl- they clearly don't look like that all the time. That's not what your mind is... is um, filtering right you know what i mean you're looking you're like oh my gosh look at yourself right now this is me sometimes and i'm (laughs) going all personal i'm sorry but you know you're looking and you're like i need to get that together maybe i do need to get a relaxer maybe (laughs) maybe maybe this natural hair isn't working for me little things like that and i just think it's such a sneaky very serpent like (laughs) it is it's like a it's like a leech it just you know sucks the and it's the just goodness constantly, yeah. and then you're fishing for the likes. You Absolutely, know, you want yeah. people to like those pictures. You don't post pictures so people can just glance at them. And yeah, I was about to say something. I hope she's uh, doing well. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, oh, so I've always I've, I've heard it said all the time that like social media is just a highlight reel of somebody's life, that's, and that's they may like 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 you guys are saying show the best of them, or mm-hmm. you know their fit body or whatever the case may be, but we never know what is going on behind that, behind that picture, not behind that picture, but behind, you know, in, in their life, you know, so yeah. Some people use it for good though. I will say it's a good tool promoting and you know, what they have going on business wise, but then other people are just, I think everyone just has to evaluate mm-hmm. for themselves Doing too much. how much of it that, if we were being honest, how much you can take. That can throw you. Like, you're feeling good about yourself. And if, if a post or seeing someone is throwing you, you really need to evaluate. And because I think it's such a subconscious thing. Right. You're scrolling and you're not, you know, looking through to see what you can do better you're scrolling but those are the images you're getting and those are the only images you're getting right so you're not looking at the real of life you're looking at a you're looking at a magazine you know you're looking at what's been edited what's been shaped and formed to to make it um palatable 
Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're taking into your subconscious. Right. So whether you think you're being, (laughs) your self-esteem is being hit or not, it is. It is. I just think we need to be aware because I look up, I'd be on Facebook, look up four hours have passed and I'm like, what was I looking at? It is is definitely, it's it's a time waster. It is. And I have to, and I try to be like, okay, Jessica, you just need to take a break. And I wish there was a way, and I have an Android, I can't like delete Facebook off of my phone. The app? The app. I can't. It's dumb. Just came, just came with the phone. Yes, it came with the phone. You gonna take this app? So it's it's like, so it's like, it. I feel like if I could actually delete it completely off right. of my phone, I think right. that would cut down. And I do. And we all have to take our social media breaks and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to just, yeah, yeah, sabbaticals. I've considered just kind of deleting it all together because it's like, but then I'm like, mm, we'll see. But yeah, we definitely do have to be mindful of just that. And I just had a memory that I feel like we need to speak time. on. Isn't it funny that? In it because I feel like it probably affected us, but we all kind of laugh about it now. Mm-hmm. On MySpace, how you had a top eight? Yeah, that was serious business. <laughs> it was. Oh, I'm number six, and like so and so is number two. We were some <laughs> self-esteem crushers. We didn't even know it. <laughs> you know what? You just moved to number nine. Oops. Good for you. Absolutely. Just little things like that, man. That these are real things. This is how we and, was out here living, and very subtle, right? Yeah. You would never, you know, looking back. When I was that age, I didn't, you know, because you assumed that people knew for the most part who your friends were anyway. Right. They already knew the rating, but to see it on a page. Right. We about to make this. This is law. I just wrote, this is the Ten Commandments. Listen. <laughs> Don't lose your seat, girl. Right. Yeah. That's good. That's so, <laughs> that's a hot mess. <laughs> like, and I'm trying to think, who was even in my time? I don't, See, I don't we really don't look at us. We don't even know. But it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's yeah, that's, that's funny. So, um, how about we talk about one significant thing we've overcome? If we have it, yeah, one significant thing that we've overcome, self esteem wise. I thought about this question and I could not come up with anything. Um, I don't know. I feel like for me, um, probably just finally grasping that seeing the good in other people and seeing the things that I admire in other people in no way diminishes my own shine. I think I'm finally starting to grasp that to some extent, you know, and I have my, my moments of weakness. But it's so important to just find your square. I think I started to probably come into that during high school. Started to really see what God had placed in me and how that was beneficial as well. In a different way, but to, you know, to the same. It's not always about matching somebody else's fly. You know, it's yeah. everybody has their own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So take the time to invest in your own thing and make it as great. And so just knowing that I could still be like, yes, girl, you did that speech, girl. Yeah. And without downing myself like Sierra, oh, honey, F plus. <laughs> you know? That's good. And I yeah. um, I feel like I would probably say that that's similar for me. I remember reading something, and this is a paraphrase, 
I'm probably getting this wrong, but you're supposed you need to be who you are so that the people who need you can find you. Mm. Like there's no one who can do me like me and there is a, a square that I'm meant to fill. Mm-hmm. And I, I need to work and not work because I feel like if you're being you, you're you can stride instead of striving. Mm-hmm. Right? So whoever I'm supposed to touch Whoever God wants me to be, I need that needs to be the focus. Let that be the goal instead of riding on somebody else's coattails. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody else's thing. Like I, no one can do me like me. No, you should be your youiest you. you. Absolutely, yes. that's the do word. That. I'm put that on t-shirt. Do it. Yeah, I agree with both what both of you all said. I would say, and it's something I think I'm still. Over was, is it overcoming? Yeah. Okay. I think it's overcoming. A li- that's be a yes, lifetime thing. It's yeah. just embracing me, you know, as God has created me, and like you said, nobody else can be Jessica. Can be me, you know. I think we are all unique. We all have. I think it's amazing how we are. are no, nobody's fingerprint is the same, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, just embracing me and who I am with all my. I don't know if I have any quirks or whatever the word is. But anyway, just embracing me and not um, not looking at other people or what other people have achieved or done or how they are um, and just own, own, yeah, own who I am and love it while I'm doing it. Yeah, so. Because I can look at you too. No, this is kind of, you know sister cousin stuff but I can look at you too and both of you guys are very funny in my opinion Thanks. you know you're sen- you guys have a sense of humor no doubt but they're so unique it's a unique sense of humor right. like Nisi, you can't be Jessica and Jessica can't be Nisi. Mm-hmm. and I think if we look at it like it's just this world puzzle that we have yeah. any puzzle piece that's missing is going to keep the puzzle from getting completed right. so if we're yeah. not filling our square and we just come out and that puzzle won't look jank. So I just think, <laughs> so true. you know, yeah. putting in the effort to find you. Mm-hmm. And then if you're putting in any work, putting in the work to make you a you or you, like you said. Because yeah. it's important and somebody needs it. Right. And even that, don't, don't forget that it's not always even about you. There's right. somebody out there who needs to see that me being me is right. okay. So yeah. you being you is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And those were, the, they were like things that we've overcome, but also like takeaways. I like that. Mm-hmm. I have a quote. Oh, and I'm right, supposed to, Jessica. And I want to get this picture, but it's this um, picture of like some, a fingerprint. And it says, God gave you a fingerprint that no one else has. So you, so you can leave an imprint that no one else can. Amen. So I thought that was good. That's yeah. good. So yeah. let that be the takeaway. Right? And think on it. Find your thing. Um, we'll be back next week. We're kind of going to do a part two to this. Yeah. Kind of digging in a little deeper. It's a big topic. Um, but yes. Do you, boo. Because yeah. you is beautiful. Okay. And you is necessary. And you is needed. That you was, is kind. I knew. <laughs> I knew. And that's what I was about to say. That was a nice and you little. Is impotent. So, so very. Viola true. Davis. I cannot remember what her name was in the movie. Is what was her name? I, I don't can't remember. remember. But anyway, y'all know. Y'all seen that help. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is good. So we're back in two weeks, right? Two weeks. And uh, y'all have a lovely week. Um, please wear your masks. <laughs> Another little reminder. Can't say enough. We're trying to get out this summer. We're this trying pandemic. to barbecue and such. Listen, so let's yes. all be responsible. Come on, let's do it. All right. Back in two weeks. All right. Thank Bye. You. Bye.